second episode in one day must be some sort of record for my show because if you know my show I don't normally uh, do two shows in a day well I used to I don't, I don't do that anymore I don't know why I just I, don't, I really I, I just don't do it I don't, I don't get into it like I used to um, but I do try I, you know don't, don't get me wrong but I'm usually working and um, got off a little early today because of the kind of rain, and um, was rained out. Couldn't, could not function. And I ran out of gloves. No gloves, no work. No, just kidding. But uh, literally, it was just, it was just a bad day overall. So it ended a little early, and um, with that said getting out a little early, so I'm going to enjoy the rest of my day, but on the way to the job site today, I was listening to Rush Limpballs, did I say that, yeah, I said his name right, Rush Limpballs, did I say that right, yeah, I think I did, and uh, I was listening to his uh, fantastic, wonderful, grotesque, propaganda-filled bullshit fest show, and, um, was listening to a um, recording of Donald Trump, an interview with Donald Trump and some guy, and uh, later on some uh, a young lady, I guess, I don't know, and he wanted an earpiece and they didn't have one for him, I don't know, I don't know. but they were asking him some pretty good questions, I was, I was kind of shocked, I'm like, uh, you know, these are, these are good questions, but anyways, uh, his, his answers were, of course, his normal Skate around, uh, beat around the bush. Uh, oh, look a bird type answer. Oh yeah, blah blah blah. Look over there, a bird. And um, of course, I'm just you know, I'm never impressed at anything Donald Trump says. I'm, I'm, it's not because I'm looking to be impressed. I'm just saying I, he's never said anything where I've been like, well, that makes sense. Um, you know, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm like, I, I wish there was a time. That I could literally remember Where the president said something And I'm like, wow, that, that was very logical And uh, extremely intelligent for an answer And it has yet to happen and I'm still waiting for that day When someone asked him a question You know, he reminds me a lot of Peter Griffin and Family Guy When they're playing trivia Or what was it, uh, Risk? Or I don't know, it was some fucking game and they were like, uh, you know, what's the color of a fire truck? And he's like, oh, hold on, uh, let me think about this. Um, fire trucks are um, 
and it, it, it was somewhere along those lines where he's just, well, that's a very good question, and I'm going to answer it by talking about something completely opposite of what the question was. He is the master of politics. He is probably the most, he's, he's like the fucking Swiss army knife of politics. I mean, I, he's not a leader. Don't, I don't take that as a compliment. He's just, he can pull some shit out of his ass. I mean, you could ask him a question. Uh, Donald Trump, can you tell me what color this guy is? Well, you know, a friend of mine, a great guy, great guy. He, um, you know, here's the thing. You know, nobody really talks about this a whole lot. But, um, you know, you look up and, and, and of course, you think you see the color of blue. But, you know, actually, I, you know, I, I got a friend, you know, a really great guy, great guy. We got the best people, you know, we got the best clouds. And, um... You know, this Ferrari I used to drive was just great. And, um, you know, every once in a while I could, I could look into their windshield and, and see the, you know, I, I, you know, and there's plenty of things out there. There's great stuff, great stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is the answer? And that's literally what I was just listening to when they were asking him questions. And there were important questions that I wish I could remember them all because it was like our, it was a little while ago. And this guy that I work with, he's a, you know, he's a Trump supporter. And he just said, he never answered any one of those fucking questions. And I'm like, I know. And everybody I work with knows I'm a Democrat. You know, everybody fucking knows it. They also know I'm not a liberal. And I'm like, dude, I own guns. But, you know, they're literally just like, um, none of this shit makes any sense. And I'm like, I know. He was literally, like, after the whole interview was over, and it was Rush Limbaugh and some other guy was hosting because Rush was out, you know. And you listen to the questions, and you hear the answers, and they're not answers. They're just, like, he's going to tell a story. I mean, couldn't he just not tell a story for once and just answer the fucking question precisely? You know, he doesn't have to be eloquent. He just answer the fucking question. Don't. Uh, but he was taught, and well, you know, the whole reason I'm even bringing this up, okay, I, I want to make this abundantly clear. The only reason I'm bringing this up was at one point in the conversation or this interview, he started talking about people going back to work. Yeah, look, I'm, you know, I'm all for people working because, and I'm, I'm not looking for any time off, but I mean, I'm working right now. There are plenty of people out there who are not, and they need to be, or. They need to be fucking paid the money that, that the government should be fucking giving them instead of corporations. But, you know, enough about, you know, doing the right thing. You know, because they don't do that. You know, the government doesn't do the right thing. They never do the right thing. Well, we're going to we're gonna bail out multi-billion dollar corporations. And it was really odd because this girl asked a question. And, you know, it was about uh, small businesses. 66%. Of employment in America is created by small business owners. 66%. It's a pretty, pretty large number. You know, it's almost two-thirds. Or you could say it's two-thirds, depending how you want to do your math. And um I, you know, I'm just I'm gonna I'm just gonna put this out there because it's just like, you know, fuck. He's literally like um he's like 
beating around the fucking bush with the answer. Just and I'm sitting here listening to it, and I'm like, oh, where, what the, the fuck is this shit? And he's like, you know, she said, she asked a question, but see, Donald Trump couldn't hear the question. Here's the thing. He couldn't hear the question. The other guy had to interpret it. And it, well, not interpret it. You know, it wasn't like he was translating her. He just, he had to tell the president what her question was. And he forgot to mention the 66% part, which was part of her question. He just asked Donald Trump, what are you doing for small businesses with this big, you know, bailout? And he goes, you know, if you take all the small businesses, this is Donald Trump, if you take all the small businesses and add them together, they're almost as big as the big corporations. And he was worried about Boeing. Again, worried about Boeing. Worried about Boeing. If, if you ever wanted to know what stock Donald Trump or his family own a lot of, it's fucking Boeing. And I, I, I'm just, I'm assuming, because he's always worried about Boeing. You know, we have other fucking uh, companies that build planes in America. But, you know, it doesn't matter. He's all about Boeing, of course. And if you remember in the beginning of his president presidency, he had to visit the Boeing fucking factory. I mean, obviously he has some stake in Boeing because he's always so fucking concerned about Boeing. And, you know, obviously, I, I can remember at least now five times that he's brought up Boeing. I, I don't think Boeing's at, I, I mean, I'm not saying they're not important, but he was trying to say that large corporations employ more people than small businesses, basically. And he, he, he doesn't even know the fucking number, you know, he doesn't even know the percentage. And he's like, if you take all the small businesses and add them up, blah, 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 they almost equal the same amount as these giant corporations I'm trying to bail out and save. Okay, pivotal moment where you just got to scratch your head and go. So he's a fucking complete fucking moron, you know? I mean, he doesn't even know what the fuck, uh, what's going on in his, his own country. He has no fucking idea. None. He's just completely fucking goddamn, he's just a bobblehead. And you're just like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of listening to this guy and I'm going, you know, he's a fucking moron. And the guy that I'm working with, you know, like I said, he's a Donald Trump supporter. He goes, you know, he goes, that was like the dumbest fucking answer I've ever heard in my life. And I'm, I'm like, you know, beside myself because it, it feels really good when you have someone who's a Trump supporter go, Jesus, I think he's fucking a moron. Or I think he's a fucking moron. Sorry, what's what's up with me and he's fucking a moron. He's a fucking moron. And it, it felt kind of good to be on the same page with someone who's a Trump supporter for once. And he's like, I, 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 this guy's a fucking moron. And I'm like, thank God. Let me check my pulse real quick. I make sure I'm, I'm not dreaming, right? We just get, get suddenly get in a car accident or something. I mean, I'm just like, wow. And I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just really fucking frustrating as an American. When I mean, you got a fucking guy like Donald Trump just does not give a fuck about what he says or anything. And he doesn't even know what small businesses do for this country. He has no fucking idea. No clue. None. But anyways... It, Forget all that shit. Let me just get to the point. The fucking point. I'm sorry. Hold on. Right to the point.
This is Danger Close USA. Angry American Podcast Radio. to this Rush Limbaugh recorded, replayed interview that I listened to, which I am not a Rush Limbaugh fan, Limbaugh's, whatever, not a fan of Rush Limbaugh's, but uh, to get back to the whole point of me bringing this up is this same interview is where Donald Trump is talking about people need to get back to work, um, and, uh, you know, the social distancing, and um, how he couldn't understand why people wanted to shut down the government or shut down the country. Um, you know, this has never been done before. Um, you know, I, I, they walked into the Oval Office and were just like, sir, we need to shut down the country. And he's like, oh, unbelievable. That, why would we do that? That's insane. The fucking guy doesn't understand pathogens. Okay, let's just, let's just, let's just be understandable. The guy doesn't understand much more than porn and cocaine. I mean, I don't know if he, I don't think he does cocaine, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm not insinuating the president does cocaine, but this is kind of the intelligence level we're dealing with here. He, uh, you know, he knew who Stormy Daniels, I've never heard of fucking Stormy Daniels, but somehow he knew who Stormy Daniels was. He looked her up and managed to book a booking with her. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Ha, 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 you know what I mean? And, I mean, here's, you know, this is what I'm trying to say. He doesn't understand why the country should shut down. He thinks we're just we're just going to push through it, folks. Forget about social distancing. We're going to reopen the schools, everybody. Um, everybody just needs to get back to work. This is his what he's saying, basically. I don't, I don't take him word for word, and I don't repeat him for word. I, I take him for what he's saying, you know, what he's talking about. And he's sitting there, and he's going... You know, it's unheard of. It was just unheard of. Shutting down the country? I mean, that's just unheard of. For what? And then he started talking about influenza again. He started talking about the flu virus again. He's talking about shit that has absolutely nothing to do with corona. And again, downplaying this virus to justify his lack of intelligence. Obviously. Man, that's really what it boils down to. He's, he's talking about... His reasoning for wanting to reopen the country. We haven't even been shut down for two weeks yet. He's like, well, you know, it's been long enough. The banks are losing money. Corporations are, people are, it's all about money when it comes to him. It's all about the holy fucking dollar when it comes to him. He, he, he has no strategy. He has no concern about our health. He's not worried about coronavirus. He's not worried about people dying. He's not concerned. He's still using influenza 
as a bargaining chip as to why we should not be worried about corona. Meanwhile, Italy's seeing a 9.5% death rate. And he brings up the influenza. He brings up the flu virus again. But he brings it up, you know, and he brings it up and he goes, no, I mean, I'm just being honest here, okay? I'm just being honest here. He brings up the flu virus and he's talking about how many people in this country die every year of, of, of the flu. I got fucking meth heads in this area, apparently. One guy just almost pulled out in front of me. But anyways, he's talking about the influenza virus. He's talking about how many people die every year of the flu in America. You know, And I'm listening to him and I'm going, but this is not the flu. You know, millions upon millions of Americans catch the flu every year. I've made this point before. You have a 0.4% death rate out of the millions upon millions, hundreds of millions of Americans that catch the flu. 0.4 death rate. And this motherfucker is trying to compare 0.4 to like what we're seeing in Italy with a uh, 4%. It's insane. It's absolutely positively insane. But this is what he's doing. He's trying to compare this virus with the flu virus. Two completely different things. One is extremely highly infectious. Both are. I'm sorry. Both are extremely highly infectious. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to downplay that. They are both extremely infectious viruses. The flu is very infectious. People catch it all the time. But the majority of people, the majority, millions upon millions upon millions of people catch the flu, and millions upon millions upon millions of people beat it. He's like, well, thirty-one thousand people died. Sixty-one. I've heard different numbers. One year, I think we had 61,000 people die of the flu, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, somebody can correct me happily. I'll take the correction. But let's just say 61,000 people died. 180 million people had it. Do the math. I believe it was 180. Do the fucking math. And you come up with the equi- the percentage of death was, for me, 0.04%. I've read the statistics from the CDC 0.4%. Not even playing around. 0.4%. And with Corona right now, like I'm saying, you've got a 9, almost 10% death rate in Italy. Almost 10%. Should that matter? Fuck, yes, it should matter. It should matter a great fucking deal. It should it should fucking matter a whole bunch, bunches. It, it should be very. Uh, it should it, it should fucking upset you. You should be upset by it. And the reason why you should be upset by it because that means if a hundred let's just let's just say hypothetically, one million people catch the coronavirus. One million, one hundred thousand people are gonna die. Or 95,000 people, if you really want to be exact with the math, in Italy. In the United States, we're looking at a 1.5, almost 2%. We're not really sure, because we haven't really been, you know, we're, we haven't really seen the totality of the coronavirus in America yet. Just like when Italy first had its few cases. We're at that point. And like I've said before, and I'll say it again... This virus has had a month and a half to two month head start on us here. The president 
completely did nothing. Once he was here, once we had the first 10 cases, he should have shut down this fucking country. But he didn't. He didn't. Why didn't he? You know, yeah, people are going to be out of work. Yeah. It's going to suck. Yeah. All that shit. It's going to suck. The economy is probably going to tank. Yep. Stock market's going to take a giant swan dive into the, the black oasis of, oh, fuck. There's no, no doubt in my mind that we're going to see some really bad times. But he could have saved countless lives. He wouldn't have saved any money. But he would have saved countless lives. Now, here's the thing. Which is more important? The holy fucking dollar bill or your life? Which is more important? Being able to breathe, go to the store without fear. Which is more important? Your children's lives? Which is more important? Which do you value more? Your stocks? Your stock portfolio? Or your life? Donald Trump doesn't value life as much as he values wealth. I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm saying that because he had a choice right then and there. Just like he has the same choice right now. And right now he's like, people should go back to work. Why? Because he knows it's going to help increase the stock market. He knows it's going to help billionaires still feel a little more comfortable if the working class go back to work. I'm, I'm not trying to say this to be a dick, but that's why he wants you and me to go back to work. I'm already working, by the way. I, I haven't lost any work yet. Luckily. Thankfully. But there are plenty of people out there who have. And plenty of people out there right now who are worried about their livelihoods. They're worried about being able to make ends meet. They're worried about their bottom line. They're worried about just keeping the electric on. They're worried about just keeping gas in their car. They're worried about keeping food on the table. They're worried about all the necessities that they should be worried about. And we have a president that's basically saying, you know, you should go back to work. Fuck all the worries that you have. The stock market needs you. I believe it was the governor of Texas just recently, just the governor of Texas just recently, uh, said pretty much the same thing. You need to get back to work. And it pissed a lot of people off. And a lot of people were saying, well, I'm not dying for Wall Street. Because... Let's just face it, the backbone of America is not Wall Street. It is not corporations. It is not a business. The backbone of America has always been the people. We are the ones that supply the money to the corporations that need it the most. I'm not saying in bailouts, I'm talking about when we go to the store to buy something. When you put gas in your car, when you uh, put food on your table, when you're out spending money, you are the backbone of this country. The working class have always been the backbone of this country. It's not a corporation. It's not Boeing. It's not the president of the United States. It's not the stock market. It's you, me, your your brother Bob, and your your sister Kendra. It's the average everyday American. You are the backbone of this country because you're the one that's spending your money. You're the one that's a slave to the grind. You're the one that has to pay your bills. You're the one that gives them the capital to build their businesses. You. 
the average everyday American. You are the backbone of this country. And when the backbone of this country takes some fucking time off, the whole fucking country feels it. And billionaires start shaking in their boots. Because you're not spending your fucking money. That's the truth. That's why your gas prices went down. That's why they had to bail out. Corporations and banks. That's why they had to do that. They had to do that because you weren't going to work. It's not because you're lazy. It's because there was a fucking crisis in America. You have a choice. You can go to work, get sick, possibly die. People in your family can get sick. You can get someone else sick. Or you can stay the fuck home like the CDC, like the uh, World Health Organization are advising Americans to do. And you have this fucking president doesn't give a shit about you. Well, he does. He gives a shit that you go back to work so you're making money, so you're spending your money and giving the capital that you earn back to the fucking system that so desperately right now wants it. That so desperately needs to be bailed out. The GOP knows this. That's why they're bailing out corporations. They're not worried about corporate. They ain't worried about you. They're worried about corporations. They're worried about banks. They're worried about the system. They're worried about you spending your money, so they're going to give you a little bit of pocket change that you're going to use to pay the bills with. Let's be honest. They give you three thousand dollars right now. You're out of work for another fucking month and a half. How much is that? How far is that three thousand dollars going to go? And what are you going to do with it? You're going to go out and buy a brand new car? No. You're going to pay your fucking bills, and by paying the bills, you're supplying revenue to the corporations that they're bailing out. This is how they work. This is how it works. The backbone of America is not a business. It's the people. It's always been the people. Since the dawn of fucking time. Uh, You know, don't take my word for it. See what's happening right now. Look around and see what's happening right now. Gas prices were going through the roof. Now, in many places, it's below $2. I've seen it at $1.85 a gallon. Do you know why? Because nobody's buying any gasoline. It's called supply and demand. If there's a high supply, there's a... I mean, if there's a hard a hard demand, there's a supply. It costs money to create that supply. But if there's not a demand, if you're not buying fucking gasoline, the demand is not there. So, the, therefore, the supply starts going up and up and up. Nobody's sticking a straw in the fucking gasoline and sucking it dry anymore. So they want to sell their... They have to sell it, and they can't. Because there's nobody buying any. Disrupts the flow of revenue. But, you know... Donald Trump wants you to go back to work, not because you should be working. Not because it's okay and it's safe to go back to work. He wants you to go back to work because he's worried about Bob the billionaire and his billion-dollar corporation of Boeing... And, uh, yeah, your money is needed. Your health isn't, but your money is. They want your money. They want your money. Money, 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 money. That's what they want. That's why he's talking about you going back to work. It isn't because it's safe, too. It isn't because the virus is some weak little thing that runs around and gets people sick every year. It might kill a very small percentage of Americans. It's because you are disrupting the revenue flow of this country. Because you made a choice that your safety and your health and the health of your family is more important than Wall Street.
Why do you listen to the show? Because I'm a fucking asshole, and you know I'm right. And I don't have a limp balls. <laughs> They're big hairy fuckers. This is Danger Close USA. Angry American Podcast Radio. And I'm your host, Jeff Kaufman. I'll be right back. say, fuck it, maybe we should just do what the president says, you know what I mean, just let's just fucking throw our balls out there, say, fuck it, I want to catch this disease, and I want to be sick and get it over with, because, I'm just, I'm just kidding, I'm, I'm, I'm just, but you know, I've gotten the flu, I don't know how many times in my life, I've been alive for 45 years, I, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had the flu. Or how many times I've had the cold, or how many times I've had the, you know, just severe different illnesses, whatever, you know, the cold, the flu, fuck it. Um, what I'm trying to say is, you know, maybe he's right, maybe we should just catch this shit. But with the death rate, though, the percentage, I don't want to catch this shit. I don't want to take that chance. I don't want to be one of the statistics. I want this shit to fuck, to stay the fuck away from me. He's still talking about this uh, malaria drug, and, you know, the FDA hasn't approved it. They put something out on Fox News. I was listening to a guy this morning talking about it, and I was actually kind of beside myself because I'm like, you know, you don't even, one guy's reaction to this drug does not mean it's going to work for everybody. And for people to be like, you know, oh, you know, if you catch it, it's not a big deal. I mean, this is what this guy was saying. If if you catch it, it's not a big deal because they have this drug combination. They use a malaria, and it's working on it. <clears throat> you know, there's been treatments for malaria since the dawn of time. Um, World War II was when we saw a significant increase in malaria drug use to try to treat malaria, to try to prevent malaria, because malaria was all over the place, um, especially in the tropics where we were um, fighting Japan. Um, but, you know, regardless, you know treatments for malaria have been around for a long time and there is no cure from malaria. You understand what I'm trying to say? 
It's just like the flu. You can go get a flu shot. You can get a, a flu vaccine, but you're still going to be able to catch the flu. There's no vaccine for the flu. And people say there is. Well, you get a shot for, you're getting a shot that's a vaccine for a flu strain. A singular strain of, of one flu virus. It does not mean it keeps you from catching a different virus or a different strain of it or a mutation because the flu virus mutates. And people don't seem to understand that. And that's what's happening with the coronavirus right now. And it's, it's you know, it's just insane that people are actually just so belligerently stupid and naive and gullible and thirsty for information where they're willing to just accept whatever comes at them. And they'll repeat a narrative that they hear on Fox News or they see on the TV or and they'll believe it. And, you know, I got a friend on Facebook and we actually got into a heated discussion. And I'm like, dude, I don't even have cable TV. I don't even have Fox News or CNN on my TV. And that's the God honest truth. I do not have cable news on my television. There is no way for me to get my information from Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, any of that. When I watch something about the president, I'm usually watching the president. I'm not watching a recap. I'm not watching Fox News Last Word. You know, with Tommy, whatever her name is. I'm not watching a commentator. I'm watching the president himself, and I'm listening to the words that come out of his mouth. And that's how I come up with my own opinion. And that's how I come up with what I think is being said because it's coming out of his fucking mouth. Like I said, I'm not watching Fox News. I'm not watching CNN. I'm not watching MSNBC. When I listen to the president, it's because I'm watching him at one of his rallies or I'm watching him at a presser or I'm watching him at a press conference, whatever I'm watching him. And I listen to the shit that comes out of his mouth and I'm making my own opinion based on what he says on TV, on video. It's not me watching CNN. It's not me watching MSNBC or Mad Dow or uh, Chris Como or uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, excuse me. Pardon me. I, I always belch when I say Tucker Carlson. <clears throat> Just kidding. You know my show. My show is what it is. I'm I'm rude. I'm crude. I'm nasty. I'm 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 a blue collar, hardworking American. That uh, well. I'm extremely intelligent. I'm, I'm not a stable genius. Don't, don't, I'm not a, uh, you know, I'm not Donald Trump going to tell you something that's not true, but I am extremely smart. may not seem like it from your end when you listen to me, but um, people that know me, people that are close to me, they know that uh, when I speak, they normally listen. I have a, a pretty sound opinion about shit. I'm, I'm a problem solver, always have been a problem solver. I get to the root of the problem. I don't fuck around. Um, you want a problem fixed, give me a call. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty astute at solving problems, the most complex to the most simplest. It does not matter, but I'm very analytical, and I study things, and I pick up on things. And when I form my opinion about Donald Trump, it's because of what I've seen and heard him say. It's not because I'm getting a recap at the end of the night with a, a glass of scotch in front of me and my feet up on my lazy boy. These are the things that I've picked up from him, the words that have come out of his own fucking mouth. And I'm basing my opinion on what he says, not 
my feelings. Not what I see at a new, on a news show. So I, I get a little frustrated when someone I'm talking to, um, you know, says, because I tell people all the time, turn off Fox News, quit watching the fucking show with the most propaganda, and start forming your own fucking opinions. And that does not go over very well with a lot of people. And I'll explain why right now. Um, Because people are interested in what Fox News has to say. Because it's like watching a fucking soap opera. It's like uh, rooting for your favorite football team. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Politics and ideology do not mix. And when you have a guy like Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh or Mark Levin or Billy Mitchell or any of these asshat propagandists, any of these tabloid propagandists, when you have a guy like Rush Limbaugh that openly admits that he helps the right use technology better. This is what it says on his on his website. He helps the right utilize technology better to reach the masses, basically is what it summarizes what it says on his website. Which tells me he's a propagandist. He's Joseph Goebbels of the Nazi Empire. I'm sorry, but it's true. And there are, you know, there's guys like Sean Hannity and uh, Mark Levin and Polarethra, you know, Jeanine Piero. Um, all these people are just different flavors of the same Kool Aid. You know, Jeanine Piero could be purple psychedelic grape flavored. Fox Kool-Aid, Tucker Carlson can be truckers, Tucker Kool-Aid, I don't know, I'm just making up shit, but they all use the same talking points, they all say the same things, and they all spread the same narrative applied to them to spread. I can guarantee you that if, if the FBI could get into the databases of their emails and their, and their conversations and their personal conversations and their, their, their text messaging and their phone calls... If there was a way, you would find that they're all joined together in the same spider web. And they're all getting the same talking points and the same narrative from the same people. Because when Donald Trump fucks up on national TV, all these people have an explanation to what he said. And they downplay it, and they, they switcheroo it. And they say, well, that's not really what he meant. That's not what he said. Uh, what, you know, this is taken out of context. Again, fake news, fake news, fake news. I have watched him actually say things on live TV. And then the next day, I'm being told that what I saw and what I witnessed and what I heard was fake news. Explain that to me. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not on psychedelic drugs. I didn't eat some fucking mushrooms out of some horse shit. Um, what I saw and what I heard and what I was watching on TV, you know, or on my phone or whatever device I'm using, because I don't have cable TV. When I say watch on my TV, I actually mean the device in my hand. Um, what I watch, what I see, and what I hear is fake news. But I'm watching it. I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing it. And it's not being taken out of context. Now, I'll, I'll agree there are some people that actually, you know, there are some tabloids and whatnot that actually do that. I'm not going to deny that, but what I am going to deny is that when I watch and what I hear and what I see is not a false reality. And you can't tell me the next day what I just watched and what I heard and what I saw was fake news. 
and that's what Fox News does. That's what Rush Limbaugh does. That's what Sean Hannity does. That's what Mark Levin does. That's what the GOP themselves do. They'll go out and go on Twitter and go on Facebook and go on live TV and they lie. And I've watched it happen enough times over the last so many years where I've become immune to the uh, manipulation and the contouring of intelligence. They're basically trying to manipulate my intelligence to get me to follow a narrative that I know is not true. And that's how it works. And that's what's going on right now. This virus is dangerous. I was reading a report from Germany about the virus and preliminary results uh, from patients. They were creating in their nasal spray, you know, when they were coughing, literally producing millions and millions and millions of copies of this virus. Um, So I was reading all this information uh, released by a, a German medical group. And, you know, they were talking about how people are shedding um, the virus in millions. And when they say that, that means when people are shedding a virus in millions. It means they're producing copies of that virus. And that virus can mutate genetically based on each person. So a, a, a black person catching this could cause it to mutate when it goes to uh, a white person. Or a white person having it could pass it on to an Hispanic. And then it can mutate again and become more resilient. And as this goes on, these drug uses, this fucking Quinn, whatever shit that Donald Trump says is working. That's another thing. When you, when you introduce a drug, not an antiviral drug, but when you ant- introduce a chemical against something, if it should be resilient to it even just a little bit and they're shedding it and someone else catches that and it just goes on and on you know i've read multiple 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 reports now see i'm not some guy that just sits around and just watches tv and fox news and goes aha now i understand things oh i'm filled with valuable information although it may be false no what i do is actually study this shit and you know of course i'm not doing the research myself but i'm researching the research and i'm learning that like I said in the very beginning in one of my earlier episodes about the coronavirus, that as soon as you catch it, you will have no symptoms for up to 11 to 14 days. But within that time frame, within a day or two after catching it, you're capable of spreading it even though you do not feel sick. You are capable of introducing it to other people and infecting other people even though you do not feel sick. And they're not telling you that. You have to go do that research yourself. And, and unfortunately, unfortunately, a show like Fox isn't going to tell you that. Fox News isn't going to tell you that because that goes against the narrative being produced by the GOP that they want Fox News to talk about and tell you that, you know, maybe we should get back to work. Maybe they should go fuck themselves. I love my country. I love everything about this country. I say this all the time. I love our military. I love our, our, our men and women in blue. I love every volunteer. I love my fucking country. I love this nation. I love America. America is my fucking home. And I fucking love it. But I do not like seeing my nation being led by a complete and utter fucking moron. That's a greedy little fucking miniature penis prick dickhead cocksucker. Doesn't sound that good, but that's how I feel.
The guy is a disgrace to intelligence. He's a disgrace to the intellect. He's a disgrace to normalcy. He's the racist buddy pal best friend. He's the fucking moron's buddy pal best friend. He's the redneck's buddy pal best friend. He's the uninformed buddy pal best friend. He is the buddy pal best friend to everybody and anybody that rather just fucking swallow the fucking bullshit and repeat it than actually go, hmm, maybe I should look that up. That's how I feel anyways. This is Danger Close USA, your host, Jeff Kaufman. I hope you have a great day, America. You know, do yourself a favor. You want to defeat this virus, don't come in contact with it. Wear your face mask, wear your gloves, wash your hands, use sanitizer. When you bring groceries in from the grocery store, wipe them down with sanitizer, spray them down with sanitizer, wash them. Um, I'll tell you a little secret that was told to me by a nurse that worked in a nursing home for years. She strips down outside of her house in a mudroom, or I guess you could call it like a laundry room entry. Strips down outside of her house, takes her shoes off, leaves them outside, and immediately puts her clothes in the washing machine. Walks into the house, goes straight to the shower, and gets clean. She works around sick people all the time, especially during the flu season. I did that last night. Uh, I didn't wear my face mask to Walmart, and I'm regretting it because now I'm worried. Do I have it? There was a guy coughing. I think if you listened to my previous episode today, what you need to do is to take every precaution that you can. And if that means when you get home, you sanitize your fucking clothes, take them off immediately, put them in the washer, start washing them. Sounds crazy, right? We did it last night. The groceries that came into my house were taken out with gloves on, rinsed or not rinsed, but wiped down with sanitary wipes. Uh, some of the things were sprayed with Lysol and washed in the kitchen sink. A little, in, a little insane, right? No, not at all. This stuff can live on a non-porous material, on cardboard for 24 hours, on stainless steel for up to three days. And I'm thinking, you know what? If someone coughed onto a fucking, uh, 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 you know, a rather thick plastic bag of uh, egg noodles, for instance, like we bought last night. You can wipe down that bag of egg noodles without contaminating the food within. Same thing with the cardboard boxes because they usually have a bag inside. Just take every single precaution you can. I know, you know, people are comparing this to, to the flu virus. And I know people are comparing this to other things. Don't fall for that bullshit. This isn't the flu virus. This is a whole lot worse. This is Danger Close USA. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman, the man with angry, the angry voice of angels, whatever. God bless America. Take care of yourself. Be careful out there. Be vigilant. And practice the, the best sanitary procedure you can whenever you come back home from anywhere. God bless America. Hooah.